Okay, Perak Chi, we're up to the uh, the Vadim on Hakpada, which is page 238, and uh, probably we'll do it in two sessions, so we're moving right along. Page 238, Hakpada, which we'll translate for now as sort of annoyance, standing on ceremony. We were coming off of some Vadim on Kas and Savlanas, but we're going to make a distinction between Kas or anger and, uh, and Hakpada. Anoichius, self-centeredness, kas, anger, chipos, covered the pursuit of honor, hemidus, rose. These are things that we relate to in terms of negative character traits. Chesed, savlanus, which we usually would translate as patience, although we redefine savlanus as uh, as being like you know uh, what do we say? No, we uh, we we define savlanus as being like. Uh, Forbearing as being able to be soivil something. I forget the the word that that we used. Okay, I'll remember it later. But um, but the bottom line is is that savlana zahiras right being careful about something. But covered a zahiras but covered a brias. Hey midas taivais. These are all around midas taivais. They're baral chaladam. There's no question. Hakpada is going to be a little bit different than the midos that we've been discussing generally. Why? Generally speaking, we don't think of Hakpada as being Midos. What is Hakpada? But rather, he nears It's a necessary reaction that's justified under certain circumstances. Somebody does something, and sometimes it deserves an annoyed response, or at least an annoyed reaction, even if we don't actually respond as such. But the react- there's nothing really... Uh, bad about the reaction itself. So now we're not talking about being positive or negative, just in terms of how do we label Hakpada? Is Hakpada go into the bucket of Midos, of character traits? Is it something that we have to identify and address? Or is it something that's is sort of a response when things go a certain way? And as long as I don't have some sort of an outburst, I don't have cast, I don't, I'm not acting snarky to the person, then it's not necessarily uh, anything wrong with it. He quotes a Gemara, Shalu Tamida how did you have length of days? Hey, big one. A person who's maver on his midos will have to define that. Uh, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu's maver on his averus on his pshaam. She never noise avain ve'ayver al pesha. Whose sins are forgiven, or like almost like Savlanus lifted up, right? Rashi, what does it mean, Iver? We're saying Mavir Nami Daisav. Hamavir Ami Daisav, Sheenai Medaktek, Limdoid Mida, Limitsar, and Iso. He doesn't have to make a point. He doesn't stand on ceremony to those who do something against him. And we're going to see we're not even talking about big things. We're talking about Bedavka small things. Umeniach Midaisav, Ahailachlo. He is Meniach. He sets aside his Midais. It means to set it aside. It's there, and we're going to see Davkits there. Not being mocked on something doesn't mean becoming desensitized to, to what's going on around you. It doesn't mean not acknowledging what's going on around you. We're going to have to hone in on exactly what it is, but you, there is there, there are, there are midos there, something bothered you, and you're able to take it, acknowledge it, and set it aside, not get worked up. Tanra Adam 
Hapton Kishamai. So based on these Gemaras, we're going to see Koivas Hakpadla Atzma Modur Miyuchar. It's a separate section. Avshi Lachayrame Anfeir Kas. On one hand, you could say, so Kas is where you actually uh, you actually lose control. Hakpada is really almost like an earlier stage of Kas. On the other hand, it has to get dealt with separately. So until this vad, until this discussion, we would say that hakpada is essentially the mida that leads towards kas. Hakas, he is parts its bazam. Kas is the outburst where a person loses control. Achi ena mashira roishem kasan. However, the idea of anger doesn't necessarily, okay, or it, it doesn't specifically leave a reisham, leave an imprint on the person who got angry. In other words, the person has to work on having self-control. He has to work on he has to work on boundaries. He has to work on not letting it get the better of him and, you know, being totally out of his box and out of his intellect. But as far as, as far as Amida is concerned in this regard, what we're talking about over here, it could be he has harata. He knows that he did something wrong. He's not doubling down. And that already starts to become a very different idea. If, if we're starting to distinguish hakpada as, as something that we might relate to as, let's say, a justified response, something that there's nothing wrong with as long as we don't take action towards it and Kas and, and Hakpada are two different things. Oh, nobody says that Kas is a good thing, even if even if you're not necessarily working on yourself. Nobody wants to be out of control. Tremendously destructive things happen in in in, uh, in bouts of anger. It could be that when a person has Hakpada, it's not even recognizable from the outside. It gnaws, it nibbles away at a person's inner inside. It can turn into a, really a true sinner towards the person or towards whatever it is that's frustrating you until it finally, like, you know, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. And, and the issue that we're talking about is not necessarily the, the final straw that turns into an outburst. The problem is that it transforms the, the little the little things gnaw away at you until it transforms into a into really a certain type of relationship. At that point, then it will manifest itself in, in tremendously negative ways. And it could be built on years of, of little small things, not necessarily because of anything large. It's like a miyad, immediately, an immediate immediate outcome. Sometimes one of the outcomes that there is is that you won't speak to a person for a while. It'll be like the silent treatment. You'll you, you won't even be able to engage in conversation. Just sort of look the other way. Guess what? You'll say, okay, you know what? You don't. It's true. By the way, it is true. People make a mistake. Um, people make a mistake. I can hang this up. I think um, you don't have to be friends with everybody. Right? So in other words, there are going to be people that you get along better with and there's going to be people that you get along worse with. If, if there are people that you don't necessarily get along with, it doesn't mean that you hate them. You don't have to engage with every single person that, 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 that's around you. On the other hand, where you become annoyed to the point of not being able to speak to a person, that's really a level called sinna. And the Gemara tells that soine, what's the definition of a soine? Kol shalo diber imoy gimel yamen be'eva. Uh, 
If you're at the point where you can't speak to somebody, that's called sinna. That's not a positive thing. Which means also we have to be oimated on these things. It says three days, a substantial period of time. Uh, you know, obviously you don't see everybody every day, but let's say you're in an office with somebody. If you're in a place where you see yourself avoiding somebody, you can't speak to them, and it's because annoyed, you have to be omade on yourself that there's something going on. The, 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 the seeds of what that is considered, that's mamish called sinna. When it comes to kas, you need to be able to suppress it, squash it. We, just, we had a whole vat on kas. Mishu adam kaisoi. Hakpada tzrichim the fire ad shehi saram in alev. Hakpada is different because Hakpada there's no real nukuda where Hakpada turns into something large. Hakpada is a little seed, a little seed, a little a little jab, a little everything until it builds up and then all of a sudden it becomes a strong a strong emotional way of relating to something. Zeharbe yoyser kasha that 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 becomes much worse. It's almost unidentifiable. Lahasik peide me alev he may avoid as a kasha. It's a reference to a language in the Gemara, but it says the idea of being able to squash out hakpada, to recognize something, it wasn't the response, it might not have even been recognizable, and we're going to see how do we relate to that when something uh, annoys you, right? If you Google passive-aggressive, you know, like, you know, behavior and relationships, and, you, you know, you just, not necessarily like a positive outburst or anything like that. And you'll see both how negative it is from when you to do it and how much it can destroy relationships from the outside when, when a person is just sort of passive-aggressive, things like that. He says, And we're going to start them. This is going to be the subject of the Vadim that we are discussing. Number one. Betzal, yes. Number one. So number one is that if a person does not pay attention, a person does not engage in some sort of a cheshben and nefesh, he's not learning these vadim, he's not even going to know that he has these hakpadas. He won't even understand that he has these hang-ups. He's not even going to realize that he got annoyed about something. In other words, we all have our own personalities, right? There are some things that we relate to and some things irk us. I mean, anything from different types of music to different types of jokes, you know, whatever the case might be. What we're talking about is relating to Hakpada 238 as a negative, as, as a negative media, something that has to be identified and uprooted, let alone not working on it. You won't even realize that you're in a stage where something is affecting you in a negative way. You'll just say that that's something that I disagree with, whatever it is. It's only if we pay attention that we're going to be made on this. By the way, just as one point, this works. I, I meant to look up the story. I, I can't... Uh, I saw it in like some book on on Shavuos. Uh, I think it was quoting. It was somebody who was giving like a shalom bias uh, shmuz, and he was talking about this idea from the other way. You know, this is saying that when something annoys you, you have a kapada, and it happens over and over again. You develop this like resentment, this annoyance, where all of a sudden you just like you know you have this tremendous like you know sour relationship with something you can't even get out of it. It just like you know builds up. He was saying the other way. A lot of times people make comments. I'm sure I, I speak for myself. You know, whether it's your wife, your kids, people around you. 
you make these little, you know, like dings, digs, like comments, just, just, you know, especially when something, you know, over and over again, and he was saying how, like, you know, it's no big deal, it's just like a little pinprick, and a pinprick, and a pinprick, and all of a sudden, it becomes like a big, and you don't even know how to, like, you know, unwind yourself, so in both ways, you know, these, like, little pinpricks build up into something that becomes, you know, all but irreversible when it comes to relationships, you have to be very careful. So he says, a person is not even going to pay attention that he has Zekbaraz, a person thinks I, 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 I'm the most chilled out guy in the world. I don't stand on ceremony. In fact, you know, and sometimes you uh, you'll see that you relate, you know, probably very differently. You know, let alone to either your wife and your kids, or people in shul and your friends, but even to different ones of your kids. I mean, you know, you might have some that some or some people, office workers, some people push your buttons more than others. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, I deal with somebody at work. One person can't stand her. I mean, she just like wants to like find a new job. She, everything is a comma, whatever it is. Another person reports to the same person. He goes, oh, she's the best boss I've ever had. Now, I don't know if it's like a woman on, you know, like a female boss on boss thing, whatever it is. Clearly, there's a very different dynamic and relationship going on over there. But even in yourself, you relate to people in such different ways, you might not even realize that, you know, I don't stand on ceremony. Like, I, I I get along so great with other people. You know, everybody says, you know, you ever you ever see these guys, you know, you run, you run, people run over to his wife's like, oh, your husband, he's a tzaddik. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at him and be like... Really, you know what I mean? Like, like, or you know, or, or somebody's like, you know, a teacher or principal, whatever it is. And, you know, shoemakers' kids have no shoes, and it's like, you know, really, it's it's, it's nice to hear, you know. Stay there, you know. So he says, Elazai Zui. So a person though might have a lot of these things go on every day. Elazai Zui Aschalas Islamda. So this is going to be the beginning of our training. To develop some nekuda, some carve out some time, some frame in the day. To think about. Just go through your day and think about, are there points of annoyance? Are there things that happened today that I had this type of like kind of, again, whether it's passive aggressive, whether it's annoyed, whether it's resentment, but some sort of a response in this way. This type of kvias could be as part of a Musr Seder or in the beginning. So it could be paired together. It could be paired together with some sort of a seder. It's an avoda just to sensitize yourself to what's going on. The truth is, is that the first time you try this, you might not find anything. Little by little, you're a human being, and if you're not working on, unless you're just like, you know, tremendously at a high level, if you're not working on this, then you, you have certain things that, you, you know, you resent or whatever it is. So uh, little by little, you're going to become introduced to yourself. Now, most of it, most of what we're talking about is really Dvarim Katanam. The truth is, sometimes it's even easier to let big things go, then small things go, right? So let's say somebody took your seat in shul, or the bank, somebody cut you in line or cut you off on the highway. Somebody didn't respond to me 
in a polite way. Somebody gives a little dig. Sorry, in a conversation with friends. This is, uh, you know, when already somebody's giving you a dig, that could be even something that's 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 more deep. So maybe you're going to say, listen, I, I, I'm pretty smooth. I'm, you know, relatively, you know, uh, have a good demeanor, right? You know, why do I have to make such a, uh, why do I have to turn myself into a maniac? Let me just leave myself alone. I'm not going to be omed in all these hakpadas. And why do I have to like unearth all of these things about myself? Yeah. So he says, now, part of what he's going to say is, what if I just say, you know what, I'm just going to be like cool as a cucumber, everything's going to roll off my back, I'll just start not responding. Like, why do I have to identify, why is this important to identify the things that bother me? I'm just going to say, you know what, from today on, nothing gets to me. I'm cool. Is that like a good thing? Instead, I have to like turn myself and like, like try to like understand that I'm like what I'm sensitive to, what's the difference? It's a very deep point when you think about it. Let's say I could just forget about this whole avoda. I'm not going to be omade on the things about where, where, like, where I'm sensitive to certain things. I'll just say, you know, from here on end, I'm just going to be totally cool. Is that a mila? And then I don't have to turn myself into a psychologist, right? A lack of sensitivity, even to insults, just turning yourself into somebody who's callous, even if, yes, you'll avoid some of the negative interactions, is not positive. It's a mistake. Sometimes people think that the extreme is good. And they'll say about somebody who's, he just doesn't respond, he just doesn't care, he's just the press and say, oh, he's, he's patient. He's, a, he's, such a, he's such a patient person. He's happy. He's not happy. He's lazy. He just doesn't want to get up. No, he's, he's happy with what he has, right? He, he, and, and, but right, what is it? Is, is, is it a lack of ambition? Or is it some? Is is it Or is it a lack of? Or is it just a total lack of ambition about wanting to like? You just be like, okay, whatever. I don't need it. You know, I, my salary is good enough. This is good enough. I, you know, I'll just make do with what I have. Yeah, it could be on the outside. That's that's what sameach bechelko would sound like. Also, but in terms of identifying, our job is to perfect ourselves. Where where is the person holding? Does he think that he's a tzaddik and sameach bechelko? And the truth is, he's just not ambitious. I mean, I guess one of the things that you could think about is he ambitious about other things. Is he ambitious Ambitious about growth, uh, personal growth, learning learning goals. Does he have any goals? Right? He says, And they'll say that maybe he just won't go after any pleasures. So we'll say, is that a good thing? Or maybe he's just he's just thick. He's just not sensitive. He just can't appreciate anything. To have zero appreciation for subtlety. Right? So on one end, you can say, oh, he doesn't go after gashmius and this and that. But sometimes you have to stop and smell the music. Do you, you don't appreciate anything. You don't appreciate any. Right? There was that Famous, I think we did it. We I meant I printed it up during one of the Vadim. I think it's an old Washington Post article. You can go Google it. Not now. You can go Google it. It was this guy. I think his name was Josh Bell, and he, uh, yeah, he had like a like like a twenty five thousand dollars Stradivarius like violin, and he was playing it in the middle of like a, a train station during rush hour. And it was like a concert that he charged like hundreds of dollars for like, you know, the bad seats for. And it, like they were lo- watching during the course of a bunch of hours. Not one person stopped. And the only people that stopped were like kids. 
and the, promptly the, when the kids stopped, the parents were like in a rush and they, you know, so meanwhile, people on their morning commute, you had somebody playing this exquisite thing, you know, th- people paid $500 a ticket for on a $20,000 violin. Nobody even noticed. He made like, you know, $7. You know, it was, you know, is, is that a positive thing? Oh, he doesn't like Gashmias. Or is it just that we're thick? We're just involved. We just don't care about anything. Kolomer Yerechait. And they'll say, oh, he's a Yerechait. Okay. Bardas, enu yochel hashlim to uyos keelo. A person who's a Bardas, you're trying to develop a, a das, you can't. The, the way to do it is not just to be like overly broad and make yourself desensitized, you know, in an overly broad way, so that yes, you also won't get mopped with you. Just make, you know, what I don't care about anything. I'm just gonna curl up in bed. Nothing anybody says to me is gonna matter. That's not a way. Very interesting. That's what he says. He's mavir. He's meniach He knows what it is and he sets it aside. That's what the lashon of the gemara is. You have to be meduik in the lashon of chazal. It's not that you don't care. That lashon of chazal. He says he says he takes his. Uh, he says, uh, He takes it and he puts it aside. He says, He should know who he is, know what, what's bothering him. Don't pretend that you don't. It doesn't bother you. Don't pretend that it didn't. Nothing resonated. Or that it didn't, no, no, nothing bothers me. That's not true. That just means that you were desensitized. But that's not a positive midah. You'll understand the extent of it. So, point number one, vod number one, is to take a notebook, use a voice note, whatever it is, just sort of keep track of during the course of a day how many things just irritate you. It, uh, not, not just even small things, but dafka small things, because the big things is just you know a separate issue. But where 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 are the things that identify what are the things that irritate you in life? Learn who they are. Vad sheni nechachnu liro. So facing us now, ki amenu zrayim. Page two thirty eight. Ki amenu zrayim. It's like planted. Kpedais ketanos al kol tzad. We have these small little annoyances at everywhere we turn. If you if you allow yourself to acknowledge them. You're a human being, and things irritate you. And they translate into a toxic relationship with people. Again, and you literally see it. If you've ever had like a bad boss, and you see that like she, she, he or she gets along with other people, right? You see like people have a different relationship with the Rebbe. You wish you had that relationship. Whatever it is, or again, even with your own wife, your own kids, your own friends, and so, and you, you even watch yourself doing it sometimes, and the things just push your buttons. You know, there's something about them. It might even be, you know, whatever. And it just, it just creates toxicity around you. And since they annoy you, you have this idea that they're wrong and you're right. You don't relate to it as being something that you're doing wrong. You just say because... <laughs> the the uh, right the, if well if they would just stop doing these things that are totally out of hand and irritating then they wouldn't get the uh, my justified wrath right again we're almost bedavka talking about small things 
Now, we actually discussed something along these lines, I think, in the Kasvadim, but we're going to repeat them here, and it's it's very, there's just a lot of omek to it. How how do you get rid of it? Again, you, in this case, you can't even say, I'm not going to have an outburst, I'll play music in my head, because there is no outburst. The truth is, as these things pile up, there's no response. So how do you train yourself to not get annoyed? Because the only thing you can do is you have to, he says, to scatter it, you have to get rid of it immediately, otherwise it's just going to build up. So what are you going to say, don't be annoyed? But you're not doing anything. How do you not be annoyed by something that annoys you? What you have to do is activate your thought. Why did this guy push his way onto the bus in front of me to get a seat? He had a hard day. Right? Uh, let him go. Let him go. The guy, the, the guy had a garbage day, and he needed a seat. And he just like had it in his head that no matter what, it's like I don't know. I don't know if you took the you used to take the subway. You'll be like on a subway with like four rows of people waiting to get on, right? And you'll and like somebody will push from the back to get a seat, and it's like, well, where do you think the other four rows in front of you are going? Like, where, like, like it's not like everyone's standing around and you want to push through the crowd to get a seat before everybody's getting on the train to get so you say like you know the person was just so focused but whatever it is you turn it into a different you replace it you can't suppress it what you do is replace it so instead of uh, uh, relating to the person as being annoying you relate to him as a nebuch he needed whatever it's his problem lama hala tafas kavua why did somebody take my makam kavua the person just didn't realize right it's not always so easy when you go into a shul where 90% of the seats are taken either right you're a guest you don't you, you don't want to ask and especially it happens here all the time you'll have for a guest for a simch or whatever so the guests for the simcha show up 10 minutes early half the regulars are showing up 20 minutes late so already by the time after brachas you're halfway through psukha the zimra so they take an empty seat even if they wait by the back of the shul so they take an empty seat then the person gets annoyed when somebody takes their seat like what, what the guy's standing there out of place he doesn't know where to go like what, what do you want Says maybe the person forgot. He didn't know. He thought I wasn't coming. Because I was late. Why was the person not polite to me? Because he's a miserable human being. <laughs> Because <laughs> the person's a miserable human being. He just got into a fight at home. Or with his boss. Maybe he didn't sleep well. Right? It was, I, I still remember there was a... Uh, like some of the things sticks out in your mind. It was after my grandmother's Leviah. And uh, we were going from like on the 878 towards like the Van Wick or whatever to the airport, you know, to for, for the... No, to the body to go LL. And we pulled up by a red light and somebody who like my parents knew from where like hadn't seen him forever, like rolled down the window and they're like, you know, hey, long time no see, you know, like, and my mother's like, his mother just died. like, thanks a lot, you know, like, thanks a lot. no, but like you have no idea or like you ever in a hospital, I, there was a, there was a video that went around a while ago. And it was very interesting. It was a very nice video. I don't know if I could find it. But it, there was music, and it showed, like, a little bubble with people's thoughts. So it was in a hospital. So it showed, like, multiple people getting into an elevator. One person just had a baby after 10 years. The other person just lost his father. You know, another person was there visiting somebody in hospice, and the other person just worked there, and he was, like, you know, late to, like, fill up the candy machine or whatever. And they're all, like, in their own headspace, and, like, one's besimcha, one's bizarre, And, it, it, like, you just don't know. So now... 
now it's like, and you, you, when you're totally in a certain headspace, you forget that people don't realize it. You almost think that you're wearing it on your sleeve. You're like, do they know what I'm going through? You're, you're like in that, like you, you think that somebody knows what, what your headspace is and it's totally not true. So if you, if you can just say like, well, this person's in a totally different headspace, so you'll translate their react their their actions differently, and then by the next day you won't even remember it anymore. The only reason that you that you're holding a grudge or you're holding this resentment in you is because it's building up this like annoyingness. But if you translate it differently into something that was not a that you know that was not an offensive act, so then there's nothing to hold on to because it was just any number of a random a bunch of random acts that happened that day. If you tripped over a stone, it wouldn't bother you because nobody did anything to you. Once you don't relate to it as somebody being offensive towards you then you don't even you don't even remember it if you pass by a parked car that's playing annoying music and you don't know who it is you know whatever you're not going to remember it the next day right if you you know who it is you say why does he always have to blast his music yeah so he says you hear a sharp comment. You know what? Okay, you know maybe his comment was a little bit over the top where he didn't say it nicely. That's true. Maybe he's right. <laughs> you know, like, is there a chance that I'm doing something? The person makes an annoying comment. Okay, I didn't like the way he said it. Maybe he's being made on something, and this is Taka how I come across. Vigili Akitze was coming to me. And finally, at least I realized that maybe there was a kernel of truth and what he's saying, and he was, and, and Akadosh Baruch was sending him a message. Maybe he's not wrong. Okay, again, he had a dry sense of humor. He didn't say it the way I liked. You know, maybe I'm always walking in. I always walk in late and I'm starting to shake everybody's hand in the middle of davening and I don't like getting shush, but you want to know something? Maybe I deserve it. It says, Islam does daka hizu. This training, very subtle. First of all, we're going to learn a lesson in Avas Abrias. We're going to develop a positive outlook. We're going to become more forgiving people. We're going to learn how to reframe. It's a big tool, reframing. These are things that, that you just that you, you don't even pay attention to. We know full well. These things are going to be what stands up in judgment for you. What time is it? One more. Occasionally, somebody does something to you, and it was mean, it was wrong. But it wasn't just stam one of these things to reframe. Somebody did something bad to you. There's no excuse, and now you have a mitzvah of toichacha. Okay, let alone whether or not there's toichacha today. People know how to give it, but let's see what he has to say. Let's see a Rambam. Somebody somebody sins. Don't hate him and be quiet. Don't keep it inside. Don't be passive aggressive. Don't keep the resentment. Again, the sin of this hatred. He didn't speak to him good or bad. Again, so it's the same idea that we saw in the Gemara that not being able to speak to somebody is is sinner. Elamitzva alav, I don't know, it's a, more of a simon not siba, I guess, but elamitzva alav loidiyai, let it hang out. Now we're going to see, you know, there's a way and a time and a place for everything. It doesn't mean that you should go off blasting, blasting off. But sometimes you need to clear the air, 
right? You, you, you need to get it out in the open. And therefore, if somebody did something to you, especially they don't even know they did something to you, right? That, that's one case. Sometimes they do know something to you. Or maybe they don't know, you know, something on my level of 1 to 10 might be a 10 to me, but it might be a, you know, it might be a 10 to him, but a 3 to me, right? You see this in the, uh, you know, one, one time, you know, just doing the gabos in shul. So somebody like hijacked me. I mean, I can't even describe it. Like, my shab- then I told the rabbi, I don't want to do it anymore. But somehow that's like years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it didn't work out. But that, that, that was like you know the the, the the first time I really quit, which which lasted a week. But I, I like I went to the I went to the bathroom or something by like Musaf, and somebody I can't even describe it to you. Like all of a sudden I come out of the bathroom and somebody's screaming in my face. Okay, now whatever it was, like whatever like Rumah Hoshab is. Now I don't I, mean, I didn't give his kid an aliyah in too much or whatever. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> So I said, so why didn't you just tell me? So he said, because I'm not the type of guy who cares. <laughs> right? Like, but so I said, like, okay, you're right. So like on a like on a level of like one to ten, like I'm like an insensitive jerk. But like not realizing that somebody's like kid didn't get an aliyah is like a four out of ten. Like you're yelling at me like I killed your mother. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a level eleven out of ten. At least like yell at me like a level three out of ten. You know? You know? So sometimes until you speak it out with somebody, he's building up in his head like I don't care about him and this one and that one. Maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but that's not the point. You know, I wasn't justifying it. You know, after that we got somebody like keep better track of the. It used to be when we started off, there was ten people in the shul. Like you know, you you hit everybody every two weeks. And I'm like, okay, so we developed the system to make people feel better and and have routine aliyahs and get their kids also. But the point is. Until you address something, so you have to tell somebody. Don't let it build up. Don't let. Don't be the person because I don't care about anything until you care totally about something. Let him know. Sometimes you might have even made a mistake. But even if you didn't make a mistake, maybe the person didn't realize it bothered you. Maybe to him, he didn't realize it was a big deal, right? Maybe maybe you're so upset that the person forgot your birthday. Maybe the person's the type of person that barely remembers his own birthday. He just doesn't think about dates as being that big of a deal. Right? This is a mitzvah. Now, don't be a jerk. Give mechila. Right? So, part of Sorry, don't be cruel. Don't don't refuse mechila. Again, still in the Rambam. So we're going to see what he means by hediyet biyaiser. A person doesn't want to give teichacha because he says the person's not going to get it. He's he's just not. I could tell him, and he's just not going to. It's going to go straight over his head. I can't even. I can't even have. It's not going to be a productive conversation. So I say, but you know what? I'm I'm legitimately totally Michael the person. So he says, I don't hate him. Words, the point of the Teichacha is really, at least in this regard, is not the Teichacha itself. It's being able to clear the air, clear the slate, not hold it in your grudge. So he says, if you recognize that Teichacha is not going to fill its purpose, he, he didn't address over here at least. Let's say Teichacha would do the purpose, but I could do it. I could, I could you know, get rid of it anyway. But his point is that it's even a Midas Chasidus. If you could literally wash it out of yourself without going through this process, 
process, gesund uh, and that's fine too. Look, be the Torah el al hamistama okay the, what the Torah is marked on is the hatred it's the irritation the annoyance the right the the resentment in your heart this is what the Torah is marked on you have to tell him right away if you don't you don't give him and you're now but here's the thing and this is really we could have started off with it but here's what we see Rashi and Chumash points it out in several places. Tzuras ha-teichacha. What is teichacha? Teichacha means rebuke, but it doesn't mean rebuke. We translate it as rebuke. You know what teichacha is? Hubirur hadvarim. Teichacha is a clarification. It's being mavar or something. King of Rashi, Lashen teichacha b'chol makum birur dvarim. Right? Alapasik v'eskol v'nechachta v'yeira b'ravi. So you can look it up. The issue is clarifying what the person did to you, both in terms of what the act was. Maybe the person didn't even realize he was blocking your driveway or he wasn't, you know, whatever the case may be. Clarifying what he did. And I think also perhaps, again, like I said before, not necessarily just clarifying what he did, but clarifying the nature of it. This is something, when you play your music loud, right, that, you know, he's talking in the yeshiva dorm room, whatever, that really bothers me. Right, it's like a Dilbert comic, you know, like clipping nails in the office. You know, there was a, there was a, uh, there was a little, there was a, there was a little comic. It showed, it showed this one guy get being totally like, you know, like Bill, like not being able to deal with like, like getting annoyed and annoyed and annoyed that the cubicle mate was clipping nails. And then like the last panel of the comic shows somebody with a screensaver that says like 101 annoying cubicle noises. You know what I mean? Like the person was, but, but the, the. The, the idea is just clarifying, bringing it out. Like, what, what you know, what is it? Let, let's address it. This is not an easy mitzvah. Oftentimes, the nifka, it's madif, it's better for him lishtok. He would rather keep silent. Oftentimes, the person who was, uh, who, who was like, you know, Ba'aval, the, 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 somebody did something to me, he would rather not say anything. It's easier to not get involved. But he says, this is, first of all, to not get involved and keep the resentment is, is an iser. It's an iser deraisa. And he says, let's just see what are really the reasons why you don't want to get involved. It's really one of two reasons, one being much worse than the other. Number one is, He doesn't address just being embarrassed uh, in terms of, you know, going over to him. He says, I don't want to show how much it bothered me. I'll deal with it and I'll just make it as if it didn't bother me. The second one, which is a thousand times worse, I don't want to have to forgive him. I, I, I want. It sounds when you frame it like that. It sounds like ricious, and it is ricious. But the truth is, is that I almost want to hold it inside. He bothers me, and I, I don't want to. I don't want. I almost don't. It sounds like almost like you know, like a perverse. I don't want to erase it. 
because he did something wrong to me, and I don't want to bring it out in the air, and, and and this bothers me, and I almost want to hold on to 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 the to the bother, right? Who wrote the Shalom Yishar Chayev Ashem Lelenatzeach? I want to hold on to the fact that he owes me. He did something wrong, and I'm almost like holding it over his head. The other person might not even have an idea about this, but if you think about this, it, as I'm saying, it sounds crazy. But when you frame it like this, but I don't think it's that crazy. A lot of times, somebody does something; they keep on doing doing things to you. Maybe your, your in-laws, you know, no, but whatever it is, and you don't want. I'm saying you think about it, you don't want. You know, I'm saying especially not even just your in-laws. Think about like you know, the the the, the figure that you know your mother and your mother-in-law. Like they don't, they almost don't want to forgive them for what happened. Like you know, ten years ago, they don't, they don't, they don't want to. <laughs> They don't, they, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't want to never be able to mention it again, because twenty years ago, when something happens, they're going to be like, after what you did back then, <laughs> like, they, like it's in other words, money in the bank. It's money in the bank, right? So he says, That's like real rishus. It's the Okay, so we are chayev to train ourselves in teichacha. You remember when he listened to the recording and he found it annoying? Okay, so the Gemara is in order in order to get training in this. Now you have to be careful with this one. He says. You have to develop the ability to bring things out into the open in a good-natured way without resentment. And therefore, now we're already identifying the things that annoy you. Now, you have to be careful with this also because you become that guy, you know. You know. So, okay. But he says, recognize places where you have an opportunity to do this. You know, the, the, the same person is always, you come into Mincha. That person leaves their sitter on the table. You know, you know, whatever it is, this person is like that guy that leaves his tissues on the table. You ever notice this in Brooklyn? <laughs> Never. Right? Because they don't want to put it in their pockets that they don't carry, but they can't, they can't, they can't throw it away. And all of a sudden, like people get to throw it away. You have somebody else's dirty, right? Like, and you find a way. You know. So he says, there's, there's a there's a shear in shul after davening, and there's the one there's a thousand tables in shul. This guy always has to leave his tefillin on the table. That's going to be like whatever. That's me. So he says, He's the guy that just never puts the sitter away. Go over to him. Cut me in line. Don't go, don't roar. Don't erupt. Don't be. A, don't go nuts. A short, brief, good-natured and until you this is the training so that when it really matters you'll be able to do it so right so the, the we, we talked about the nature of Akbada vad one is the importance and of identifying within yourself what it is that kind of hits you what resonates within you where is it that you have to work on learning about your own personality right and then number two we said learning that in order to deal with them you have to literally 
cut, cut it off at the, uh, 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 nip it in the bud. You have to initially start to learn how to reframe so that there's nothing to build up and become exponentially annoying to be able to reframe. And number three is this idea of of teichacha, of being able to address it, learning how to, and we're, again, we're not really talking about the teichacha in terms of the other person. The way that we're understanding this is it's being able to not hold on to that hatred, that annoyance, that resentment, that grudge. And the way to do that, the the the, the, the the derech to this is the teichacha, the clarification, the bring out in the open, the allowing yourself to be able to wipe it away. Rabbi Abraham J. Tversky, uh, Shia Tversky, has a, has a book called, uh, probably has one uh, like either anger or forgiveness. I forget which one it is. But one of the points that he makes is that forgiveness is when you're not willing to forgive something, it's you that carries the baggage, not 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 them. So you know that's really what we're talking about. Okay, shkayach.